Hello and welcome to the Change in Education podcast. As the UK's largest education business partnership, the Change in Education group delivers the best in-class work experience and careers management services. Why not find out more? Check out our website, changingeducation.co.uk and send us an email, info at changingeducation.co.uk. In this first episode of season two, we look at work experience, hearing stories from staff and company directors and co-founders, Matthew Hodgkinson and Stephen Hatney. Hello and a very warm welcome to the Changing Education podcast. What a year we had last year. Season one, 10 episodes, lots, lots covered. Uh, we spoke about pretty much everything. Uh, and of course, you can go and listen to those episodes again. But we've got lots of new stuff coming up in season two. And here we are, episode one. I am joined by co-founders and directors, Matthew Hodgkinson and Stephen Hatney. And we're going to be talking about today, work experience. How interesting is that work experience? Do you remember your work experience? What was that like? Or did you do work experience? Well, we'd love to know your thoughts. You can uh, interact with us, of course, uh, through our channels, whether it's on social media or sending us an email, info at changingeducation.co.uk. Let us know what you guys did for your work experience. We'll be playing a few clips from some of our uh, staff members, what they did, and they'll be telling us their stories. We'll be talking to Matthew and Stephen, and we'll be uh, seeing where things stand in terms of work experience. Lots to cover. Steve, can I start with you? Happy New Year. Good morning. A warm welcome. Happy New Year. Yeah, very excited. Happy New Year to you. And uh, yeah, really excited to uh, kick the year off of our season two. Yeah. I think uh, we, I think if we use the umbrella term that when we're doing our podcasts, they're going to have a work related learning, work experience, work placement, employer engagement, careers, nuance. They're, they're going to be in those realms, but we're going to obviously, we, we try and pick out certain aspects of that kind of delivery of those programs and really dig deep to find out, you know, what's working, what's not working, and obviously try and come up with ideas to make um, their students' life as, 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 as good as possible when it comes to those interactions with employers and careers interactions. So season two, so season one, selfishly, was very much myself and Matthew uh, wearing our uh, hearts on our sleeves, talking about emotive uh topics that we've dealt with since starting the business up and, and we really did explore that and i hope that you know when we get to the end of each podcast we have actually presented to the listener you know recommendations for future practice to improve provision that you know that something has been learned you know we're not just a, a forum to moan and groan and you know that we actually do you know reflect and, and come up with solutions so this season um we have you know we've gone to our team to our staff and we've asked them to lead we've asked them all to to lead and give us topics that they think that we should be discussing exploring critically analyzing and 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 they've come up with some great topics and uh, a few of the sessions uh, we will be asking the staff to join us uh, we'll have some guests which is our staff uh, because you know some of the areas they obviously are heavily involved in so it makes sense for them to come in uh, and get involved so uh what you can look forward to over the next 10 weeks it'll take us up to easter 
So the only break that we've got is half term, and then we've got 10 sessions that will take us up to the Easter break. And uh, we're going to be exploring the labor market. We're going to be looking at the matrix standard. We're going to be looking at uh, disruptive talent, which is an interesting one I'm looking forward to doing. We're going to look in at, you know, is work experience valued in the curriculum? Kite marks, do they matter? Do they make provision better? So that was an interesting one. Uh, are soft skills really important? Uh, careers and employability learning. Does location matter? That's quite an interesting one. Depending where you are in the country based on the type of learning and experiences that you get. So, uh, yeah, we've got certain, just, just a handful of the topics that, that our staff have shared with us. So, you know, you can see we've got a breadth of um, different topics across work-based learning and careers that we're going to explore over the next 10 weeks. So super excited. Wow absolutely interesting really lots there for us to cover um, uh, sorry I was, I was being a little bit uh, i wasn't going to say it because i don't know come across as being big-headed but also we've been listed as one of the top five ed tech companies in the uk so uh, that's one of the uh that's one of the sessions that we're doing as well just to reflect on that how that came about <laughs> absolutely brilliant um in fact matthew before i come to you steve just tell us a little bit about that and then uh, I can go on to Matthew because I think that's really worth just explaining um, what that is. So obviously we, we've got our own software, our own platform to enable uh, our own teams and our clients to effectively run their work-based learning and careers programs, risk management, employer engagement programs. And we've developed it over the last nine years. And yeah, we've finally uh, been... Uh, finally got some reward for the hard work and effort we've put in and financial uh you know uh, effort you know financial um, monetary terms that have gone towards the projects that we've done and yeah we've we've it's an international um company uh magazine uh, it's an educational magazine and they uh they contacted us to say that we've been um recommended to them as a potential uh company that could uh, get the recognition and 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 we did we got recognition so we had an article uh, about us produced that we'll share when we obviously do the podcast and um yeah we ended up getting front page so you know listen this is this this session really shouldn't these sessions shouldn't be about selfishly us but yeah i am, I am quite proud so I, I think that um We'll we'll continue to uh, develop our product, but it's just nice to get a bit of recognition to us with you. It does. I mean, it really does mean a lot. And um, again, you know, thank you for sharing that with us. And yeah, today it's all about work experience. Where we where did our work experience? Did you do work experience? I, I I did. I did do work experience. I was actually thinking back. So I think, like most of us. Listen, when we when we're kids, we don't really truly understand. Uh, I'm sure there's some some students that do, but me, I was a bit of a jet lad and didn't really understand the importance of why I was in school, what it was actually leading to, when it you know school being a platform to employment. You know, for me, it was just a, a dos about with my mates. You know, it's just somewhere where I could socialise with my friends. It it just happened to have lessons. Uh, so, but as I, I do remember year 10, 14, wet behind the ears. Somebody coming to me and saying, uh, one of the careers leads, I think, came to me and said, you know, you haven't sorted your experience out yet. 
So even back then, they, it must have been pressure. Self-placement must have been a preferred option, uh, but I'd obviously done nothing about it. And um, I, I, they asked me what I wanted to do, and I said, oh, you know, I want to be an architect. to be an architect. Now, the irony being is, is that um, the reason why I said that was is because I enjoy drawing. And I remember one of my lessons, one of my favorite lessons, I don't think they do it anymore. It was called Design and Realization. And it's basically me sat with, a, with respect. It was all, all lads back in the uh, 80s. So I have a group of lads with, you know, the old draftsman drawing boards at an angle. Yeah. It was that basically. And it was basically uh, high-end uh, graphic design but without the computers because it wasn't computers then. So it was basically, you know, create a, a, a building or create a, um, you remember cuboid shapes? I really didn't like it because it was 3D draw. It's basically 3D art, but it was really technical. So um, I really enjoyed those lessons. And obviously, looking back, it was you know, it was it was pre-computer graphic design you know, with pencils and, and rulers and uh, and so forth. So I said, oh, I'd love to be an architect because you know they they draft out obviously the, the building designs pre-computer. So uh, I got this architect firm in uh, in Hanley. And so nobody, listen, I'm living in uh, Leafy Nantwich. And uh, so at the time I was living in, in a place called Allsager and, and the placement was in Hanley, which was in Stoke. And so I look back now and I think, you know, you know, my own kids, would they travel as far as I did? Mm. Jump on a, so 14, went behind the ears, jump on a bus, the number 20, up to uh, Stoke. And then it was a 30 minute walk from the station. So. The bus stopped everywhere, so it was about an hour and a half on the bus, and then off the bus, it was a good half an hour walk to this architect's firm. And I got there, and uh, you know, you go in in your, um, you thought you were dressed really cool, but you weren't. You were dressed in your some sh sh shirt and trousers that you, because you never normally wear shirt and trousers. So you've just been given these shirts and trousers that you got to wear for the whole week, <laughs> and you turn up wet behind the ears. And then, I'm just remembering them sitting me down, going, "Yeah, this is your desk." Draw a house, see it, see you on Friday. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that, was, that was basically it. Like, All right, cheers. Uh, so he said, it was like, uh, here's your desk, and by Friday, I want you to have designed a house. So basically, it was just, there you go. And they were busy, busy, busy people. So my week enlisted me sat at the same desk, doing the same journey, three hour journey, an hour walking, sat at a desk, and I don't believe they showed me anything. I was just left to do my own thing. And uh, I think I got a pat on the back when I presented this house that would never get built because I'm sure it had, I think if I remember, I had a stream running through it. <laughs> you know what? I think um, the biggest lesson you can take from that is your willingness to, at 14, travel at least an hour's journey and walk to get to a job. It was that willingness to do that every day. It, 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 yeah, it, it was. And do you know what? If you'd have asked me, what are you getting out of this, Stephen? I'd have gone, I don't know. <laughs> I, wouldn't have thought about, I wouldn't have thought about, you know, as you just said, life skills, social skills, employability skills. And the, you're completely right. You know, did I learn anything on the work experience, I can't really remember. Probably did, uh, but you know, yeah, completely right. You know, I wasn't scared to do a three-hour round trip on a bus with 
you know, 20 million stops and do, you know, half an hour walk there, half an hour walk back. And, uh, you know, I didn't really moan about it because it was just what everyone else was doing. Uh, and so I look back now and um, I'm glad I did it. You know, work experience, it, it was important. And uh, yeah, so back in the late 80s, early 90s, I did do work experience. Thank you for sharing that with us. What an incredible story. Matthew, um, did you have any stories like that? Good morning to you, first of all, Matthew. Uh, Happy yeah. New Year. <laughs> good, good morning, Amos. How are you? Okay. I'm good, thank you. Did you <laughs> have any, uh, any experiences I, like that? Well, listen, let me just apologise for my tardiness. Uh, the reason why I just text you and Steve then is I'm currently at a David Lloyd in, uh, in Cheetah. And a, uh, and a well-known celebrity came and sat next to me. So I actually thought to myself, why not mute my podcast for a moment, write on a piece of paper, uh, excuse me, would you mind coming onto our podcast now and telling us where you went on work experience? And uh, the chap in question, he will remain nameless until he does come on our podcast if he has agreed to do one for us. Uh, said I can't do it right now but just send me an email so that's the reason why I'm a little bit late coming to the party so oh, interesting to be clear you're not on work experience right now <laughs> I'm not what sorry Stephen you're not on work experience now at the David Lloyd no no I'm not on work experience with David Lloyd but those opportunities I thought what I'll do because I try and get it you know we'll try and resonate with employers here and also young people so you know, to, uh, to get a, uh, a celebrity to come and talk about where they went work experience, I think, is always good. Listen, back to me, great. You know, thanks. Uh, this is this podcast is, I've been really looking forward to it. When I remember, when a, a staff member said, do a podcast, talk about where we all went to work experience, I thought that is brilliant because it brings it home. It is one of the first questions that I ask when we recruit new staff into this business is, where did you go on work experience? What did it mean for you? How has it helped shape your career? And you know what? I always say this, whether it was a positive or a negative experience, it has always shaped that person's career. It is always a rite of passage. It's up there with the nativity place at school. I kid you not, it is a nativity play moment. It is your first kiss. It is whether you've ever tried a cigarette, it is, uh, you know, any trouble that you've been into, whether you smashed the window with a cricket ball, it, it's up there with all those. Uh, everybody remembers their work experience. And I think, you know what, Amos, asked me, asked me loads of questions about this. I'm really, positive, I'm really positive about this subject. Of course, this is what we do. But at this moment in time, we have thousands of employers unsure as to whether they should support young people this year with work experience. Why the hell not? Guys, employers out there, this, this snippet here, Amos, needs to be cut. Now we use it by our employer outreach. You all remember your work experience. Whether you're now an employer listening to this, you're sat in your office, you're sat working home remotely, you are not where you are today without work experience. I kid you not, this is so important for our young people. We have to find thousands and thousands of placements and we're on course to do so. But if I can pull on anybody's heartstrings today, send out those emotive messages, where did you go on work experience? Whether you liked it, whether it helps you, whether it's still the same industry that you're working in today, 
or you didn't like it. It was absolute garbage. But what it taught you is those key independent and interpersonal skills that we talk about all the time here at the Change Education Group. It shapes your career. I, 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 anybody can come and tell me that work experience did not have an impact on them, and I just won't believe the name off. Absolutely. Um, you know, I always remember my work experience and I've got fond memories of it. Uh, I worked in a cycle shop. Even today, when I go past, you know, I always have a little smile and just reminisce on the days of walking in there, not knowing what to expect. But, it, you, you know, at the time, you don't know what to what to think of it. But you do learn so many lessons, you know, like Steve, just being the willingness to take a three-hour journey to work walk for half an hour it teaches you so much about yourself resilience and skills that you've got that you probably weren't aware of that you you know is not uh it's not taught in school so it's really important for young people to get the opportunity to do work experience and it would be a great shame if they don't get that opportunity so yeah great message thank you matthew for sharing that what's interesting steve is you didn't have that same feedback yeah, I think uh, this. I was, I did a webinar, showcase webinar yesterday for our Connect platform of our Connect clients, and uh, one of the things I spoke about yesterday with our uh, appraisal, uh, employer appraisal, and student feedback uh, management and tracking tools is is how disappointing it is to see uh, when we have you know placements and actually low volume of employers feeding back and students feeding back because in the whole idea you know the actual taking part is just a small part of it and actually the learning beforehand of what to expect and what to do and then afterwards to debrief and to consider who you were before to who you are now and how that's informed your skill sets is so so important and I think that uh, you know, I, I use that word quite a lot, is that we do fall into the, um, and it's nobody's fault, is, you know, time, money, resources, we do fall into this trap of a tick box approach, you know, or we've done work experience tickets done, and there's not really enough time and emphasis on that uh, end phase, which is, let's get these students now to sit down and reflect. What did the employer say? You know, did they improve? Is is there now a clear correlation that you shouldn't go down that career pathway or you should or you had a bad experience well don't worry that's actually you know that in some ways we can take positives from that why can you take positives from it? well you know you could have committed to a course or a university program that actually wasn't suited for you had you not done work experience but you did get these skill sets that you can still use in your cv so you know and also but not just the student, that the ability um, for us to understand what our employers are experiencing, what they're saying, were the students prepared, what did they get out of it, you know, is there a possibility for, you know, a positive outcome whereby they might uh, take a student on as an apprentice or a part-time role. I think that is where Matt's heart currently sits with this podcast at the minute is, is that, um, it's very much about, you know, the students are super important and they learn from it. But, you know, if we treat our employers uh, uh, with uh, the lack of support and a lack of uh, communication, then obviously they are not going to be as motivated next year 
to support a student because if you just have a student that turns up for a week and disappears you have to say to yourself what's the point you know what did we all learn from it and that's why it's really important that the programs are meaningful yeah great great answer there uh, matt you know when we speak to employers you know there's some great employers out there that do some fantastic work for these students provide a wonderful opportunity for them give really good feedback to support them encourage them it's a positive experience talk to us about some of those employers and you know let's celebrate them for a minute let's talk about the good things that they do and how we can get more people on board to do what they do yeah uh that's a that's a that's a great question amos and this isn't this isn't a negative podcast in the slide this this could be a celebration of the great work that employers do and there are many many employers you know out there that actually do fantastic you know uh programs for young people and we try and engage where best we can you know we if you go onto our website we talk about seventy-two thousand employers that we work with you know we've amassed this great job book over the last the last 12 years of business but obviously now we do find ourselves in a situation where post-covid there's some trepidation with employers, the marketplace in general, that there's this, I, mean, we started, I sent out a mail shot actually last week, and the mail shot was titled, are you ready to support work experience? If not, please tell us why. And uh, we call it objection handling, obviously here at the Change Education Group, and it was asking employers, if you're not ready, why not? And a list of options were, because, is it because of COVID? Is it because you're closed? Is it because you're too busy? Is it because you're too quiet? Is it because of health and safety? Is it because, uh, is, is it something else? You know, is it because of risk assessments, etc. So we really try to support employers where we can. And if you want me to, you know, mention employers here online, you know, we, we've got, we've amassed those numbers in Manchester, in London, uh, around the Midlands, you know, huge employers such as, your, you know, your BBCs, your Rolls Royce, your AstraZeneca's, your Hughes Law Firms, uh, financial firms, Procter and Gamble—you name it. Young people attend work experience at those places. But I guess my heart lies with the SMEs, the smaller businesses that can give more of an experience to young people, and and those people have probably suffered the most through COVID. But obviously, I'd like them to just consider the young people that have been without work experience now for nearly two years it's been two years since young people attended a work placement and there's no reason why they can't you know we're, we're as an organization we have teams and departments in place to manage the process for you so that includes all the risk assessments all the risk management all the feedback everything's run through our connect software that we spoke about in previous podcasts so big stick in that box we make it easy for you we make it safe and we will manage that process so that at the end of the week, you know, Rhiannon spoke about not getting any feedback. Well, that will not happen with us. You know, we make sure that every employer is treated like a king or a queen because it's really important you guys come back again next year. But obviously, you know, we, we want to ensure that we bring a range of employers and we want to make sure that you know, our hearts lie with, with young people and making sure they have the experience, Amos. Uh, I mean, I, I did my work experience in, in a hotel 
in South Manchester and Stockport. Uh, other staff members, we spoke, you know, we've spoken to a couple there online. Uh, we had staff members, you know, working on the railway line. We had staff members working in, uh, in a theatre, in, in nurseries, uh, in local schools, in a local cafe. Uh, every industry is pretty much covered by young people working. And, and to think that a young person who's been affected by COVID-19 in 10, 15 years time can't, can't have those conversations. Well, I remember my first work experience, not going to be there. So yeah, the, the, the passion is there from us as an organization. And I just hope that we can snip bits of this podcast, add it to some of our outreach and try and uh, influence in, in, in a small way employers that currently are on the fence so to speak Amos those employers that may have previously supported but uh, for whatever reason have uh, have chosen not to this year yeah uh, I think it's really important to have these big employers uh, to support us but there's great value in having these SMEs because of the quality of, that they bring and that again support of being there for holding the hand of the young person and saying to them, it's okay, you're going to be fine. You know, we will give you the feedback that you need at the end of the week. Um, sorry, Matt, I know I want to labour this point because I think it's so important. You know, again, talk to us about these SMEs and the value that they bring. Well, I, I, I don't think that, the words probably won't do it, just the same, Moss. You know, that, it's that self-perpetuating circle, isn't it? You know, I can't get work experience because I, uh, I haven't got a job. I can't get a job because I haven't got work experience. You know, the big organisations out there, yes, we do work with big organisations. We, we, we work with every type of organisation, from charities to public companies to private companies. But the small SMEs are located close to the school. They form a fabric of society. You know, in particular parts of the UK, there is always a chain of where people work. We've got the northeast of England, you know, very, very labour intensive in terms of manufacturing. You know, you'd always, you'd always pick a particular company that, well, my dad worked there and his dad worked there and his dad before that worked there. And that's still happening to this day. So that organisation really should be linking with the local school and providing that placement. I mean, it's a fantastic talent pipeline. You know, recruitment is getting expensive for a lot of organisations as well, and especially for small SMEs. Small business organisations. I know recruitment firms now are charging organisations upwards of, of, of 25, 30, 40% for a permanent placement. You know, if you, if you look at a salary starting at, at £50,000, well, you're talking potentially of, around, of half of that on recruitment alone. So organisations need to look at the work that we're doing in similar organisations to us and think, well, hang on a second, I've got an opportunity here to offer a placement at absolutely no cost to the employer. Somebody else is doing all the work in terms of preparation, in terms of all the risk assessments, in terms of all the attendance checks. What actually do I have to do? I just have to let a young person come into my business and shadow me. Okay, so what do I get out of that? Well, at the end of the week, you can tweet, you can, you know, you can improve your, your corporate social responsibility. But also you could offer that person, a young, that young person, a job. You could offer them a pathway within your business. Or if that young person didn't like it, 
well, come on, guys, let's think. What can we do? We can sleep. We can we can rest easy at night, can't we? And decide that we actually gave gave a young person a chance. Funny enough, that was one of our first marketing campaigns going back 12 years. Amos was give a kid a chance, give a young person a chance. We all need it. You know, I know we have we have policies and we have procedures in place as organisations that we must adhere to. But at the end of the day, let's strip all that away. We're talking about a raw opportunity for a young person to come and shadow your work for one week. And that young person wants to be there. So what better opportunity you know, that, we, that we present to organisations? So again, maybe a little snippet there that we can take out of this podcast, Amos. But ultimately, you know, it's kind of a, it's kind of a call to arms to the UK that you know, we have a, a load of talented, motivated young people that require a little bit of hand-holding. All the paperwork is completed. They just require that opportunity. Uh, we take them in all the time. You've got to practice what you preach, Amos, as well. We take work placement students in our offices in, in, uh, in London and in Manchester all the time. Whether it's data entry, it's those jobs that seems that those jobs that we're not that we're not getting done. Those administrative jobs, not just the team making, you know, yes, obviously they can come and improve their team making skills. But the jobs that are not getting done, they could be spreadsheets that have not been uh, not been tended to in a long time. Uh, answering the phone, filing, uh, shadowing uh, a member of staff, and even, add, even adding value. These young people can build websites. These young people can build mailers. These young people can, uh, can build your systems. They can offer an insight. They can do videos for you. Uh, they can manage your social media for a week. The list is endless. And hey, presto, no cost, they must. Absolutely no cost to the business whatsoever. Was that was that enough? If that doesn't sell it, then I don't know what will. <laughs> I was sold there. I was thinking, where do I sign up? <laughs> Steve, is uh, have you got any uh, anything to add? Any final words? Uh, I mean, that was incredible. Uh, that was just great to hear from Matt. No, so yeah, I think Matthew's just said. Uh, you know, we've we've covered. You know, the the whole topic was talking about. The types of environments, uh, kind of work experience placements, our own staff went on, and most of the staff, nearly all the staff, replied, and we obviously got a breadth of different kind of experiences from somebody working in the uh, the Euro Tunnel, uh, electrical supply, with some person having where a school didn't offer the opportunity, so they had to find their own. To people, and and really interesting thing, very very interesting. And, and, and it'd be interesting actually to what the national figures would be how many people went where they went on work experience was the same career pathway they ended up working in and uh, it just goes back to show you how powerful uh, work experience is from the point of view is that you know a student should experience the world of work we'd love them to go to somewhere that they think about they might want to get a career in step back from that is is just the ability to go and experience that world of work that busy environment the traveling to and from the ability what it's like starting from the very bottom and working your way up experiencing those uh, as matt said some of those jobs that aren't getting done you know 
so for me you know i'll we'll always obviously tell tell uh, or promote that work experience is super important but uh it's it's just exciting for us to see that you know the want is there uh and and hopefully what we need to do year on year is improve the way in which we do it to make sure it is meaningful for both parties incredible gentlemen thank you very much what a great way to start off uh, the new season new year and yeah work experience it means a lot it really does it makes a massive difference in a young person's life personally i have seen young people who've gone into work experience and gone on to do that same job in the future so you don't know what opportunities you're presenting when you open that door and give a chance to a young person so a huge thank you to directors and company founders matthew hodgkinson and stephen hackney my name is Amos Madra. Until next time, thank you very much indeed. Take care. Bye-bye.